Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 89. And this episode is going to be all about eating. And I'm curious, are you or someone you know eating clean, quote unquote clean, and still can't seem to shed the weight that you want to shed and create the body that you want to create? So I'll I'll ask that again. Are you eating what you think is clean, how you interpret as clean, good food, a quote-unquote healthy diet, yet you still cannot seem to shed weight, you still can't seem to create the body that you want? Are you in that situation? Does that sound like something you are living in right now? Because here's the thing. A lot of people, they end up here, and their intentions are always good. Their, their initial plan of attack is always good. And what they think they're doing is what they, well, what they do, they believe they're doing the right thing. They believe they are executing properly, right? So maybe this is you. I'm going to paint a picture here. Maybe you are someone who has lived in a certain type of hell for a long time. You have been very unhappy with your body for a long time. You've been very unhappy with the amount of strength that you have, with the Maybe the visual piece of it, right? The physique, what you see in the mirror. Maybe it's the lack of energy. Maybe it's the lack of endurance. Maybe you have trouble walking up hills, right? So you make these changes in your life. And it starts with what most people think, conventional wisdom and whatnot tells them and like what their friends and family who may or may not have ever achieved any real fitness objectives in their life tell them, which is go for a run, do this kind of car, you know, go for walks, whatever, and eat clean, eat well, eat healthy food and eat in moderation, right? And all that on paper sounds great. And it's true. All that stuff does work kind of. Um, So what you do, what people do in this situation is they'll start doing those things. They'll start going for runs. They'll start going for walks. They'll start doing some very basic things movement wise. And then they'll start doing some Uh, very basic things in the kitchen. They'll start changing some things out. And intuition tells them to go for things like fruit and vegetables and lean meat and nuts and stuff like that. Like stuff that is very, um, well, it's, it's more natural food and it's more whole food and less additional ingredients, less things you can't pronounce, right, on the nutrition labels uh, or no nutrition labels at all. And that's great. That's an excellent start. That's an excellent start. But here's the problem. People end up in that situation and they can't seem to make any progress. Does that sound like you? Have you ever been in that situation where you are trying your hardest to eat nothing but fruits and vegetables and lean meat and no bread and 
whatever, all the eggs and stuff, and you're not making any progress. Okay. The problem is, is that even though the intentions are good, the problem is there's really two things that need to happen in order for that to work, right? In order to actually shed the weight, in order to actually lose the body fat that you're trying to lose and create the body that you want, again, whether that's aesthetically, physique-wise, or maybe that's that's you're trying to build muscle, or maybe you just don't care about any of that stuff and all you want to do is shed the body fat. You are 30 or 40 pounds overweight and you just want to shed the body fat. You just want to be a normal, healthy weight again. Like what you consider a normal, healthy, just average Joe, like run-of-the-mill, medium, moderate weight. That's all you want because you've been overweight for so long. I meet a lot of people who just want that. They're like, I'm not trying to lose a million pounds and get down to 7% body fat and look shredded. I don't want that. I also don't need to be this superhuman athlete either. I don't want that. All I want to do, Gordon, is is I just want to fit into a, a normal size pair of, of jeans. I just want to be able to walk into a normal store and buy normal clothes and feel good about myself being a normal guy with a normal body composition. That's all I want. And maybe that's you. And so the solution the thing that, that people need to wrap their heads around in order to actually just lose that body fat and achieve just that simple goal, which, by the way, isn't that different from those people who do want to take it to the next level. Okay, there's, there's, there's other little semantics that play a contributing role there to take them to the next level, but the basics are not different. All right, so the basics are this. The reason that people who eat clean and eat healthy food still have problems shedding the body fat and creating the body that they want is that they don't understand fully and they haven't embraced fully both of these two things I'm about to talk about. So number one is that if you're in that situation, chances are that your training or your working out or your exercise routine or your training plan, your regimen is either not sufficient for your goals or it is non-existent. I'll break this down in a minute. Um, but the other one, I want to point this out first. The other thing, number two, item number two, and I'll break this one down as well, but is that eating clean, I need, I need you to really understand this, eating clean, right? eating healthy, quote unquote healthy, does not mean you are eating correctly. I'll say that again. Eating clean and eating healthy does not mean you're eating correctly. I'll break that down in a minute too. So the first thing, training and working out. Let's talk about that. Let's unpack that a little bit. So if you're training, right, what I call training, I like to use the terminology training for a bunch of different reasons. But if you're training or you're working out, you're exercising, but and you're, let's just say you're doing this every single day, five, six, seven days a week. If you're not actually challenging your body when you do that, if you're not really making your body work, if you're not demanding your body to grow in order to keep up with your training regimen and your workout routine, if you are not demanding your body to really work and strengthen itself and develop itself and grow itself in order to, to be able to keep up, it's not going to change. 
That's the thing. If you are not really requiring your body to push itself and develop itself and grow and really build some kind of new capability, then it's not going to change in the way that you want it to. So if you're trying to burn a bunch of body fat, but your body knows the state that it's in, it knows, it feels, it, it is used to, it's, it's already acclimated to the state that you're in, it's going to stay there. The body wants to work as little as possible. It wants to find the most efficient route possible just to continue existing. That's always going to be the way your body works. It's always going to try the most efficient thing possible. It does this for a whole bunch of different reasons. It doesn't want to impart stress on itself. It doesn't want, this is how it handles pain. This is how it handles uh, stresses at, at a bunch of different levels, physical, physical stress, mental stress, all of it. It, it, it alleviates things and displaces things as much as possible to, to be as efficient as possible. It's how it handles temperature regulation and how it's how it handles um, obviously physical impact, pain, like actual nerve ending, stimulating pain, all these kinds of things. So if you are not challenging your body, if you are not making it do something that it's not used to doing, it is not going to change. If you are not imparting a physical resistance-based load on your muscles, they're not going to change. They're not going to grow. They're not going to strengthen. They're not going to tear, right? You hear about things like you need to induce trauma on your muscles, right? And when you induce trauma on your muscles, your body will repair them bigger and stronger. And yes, that's true. But none of that happens if you don't actually impart the resistance on your muscle groups in order for that trauma to occur in the first place. So you'll never grow muscle if you don't tear your muscles and you can only tear your muscles by actually pushing them. Now, forget about muscles. A lot of people, when I say muscle mass development, they think of other things. They think of, they immediately go to visualizing bodybuilders. And again, this will take me right back to this place where Gordon, I don't want to be a bodybuilder. I just want to lose 30 or 40 pounds and be an average Joe. Well, listen, that's great. I respect that and I appreciate that. But in order to get yourself out of the state that you're in, because you let yourself go too far, which no judgment, right? But you let yourself go too far. So in order to get yourself past where you're at and go backwards to the average Joe Schmo place that you want to be, you need to do some things that are different from what you're doing. And one of those things is to change your body composition to be more in favor for muscle mass. So in order to do that, guess what you need to do? You need to grow some muscle mass. That doesn't mean you're going to be a bodybuilder. That doesn't mean you're going to be a fitness model. What that means is you're going to go from maybe the 37% body fat that you're at now to maybe 25%. Or 22%. And what that's going to take is for you to go into a gym environment or somewhere where you can use resistance training to build muscle. And as you build some muscle, that will supersede the fat in your body in a big way. That will demand more calories from your body in order to maintain the muscle mass. And that whole process will burn calories actively while you're building the muscle as well as passively in the form of a resting metabolic rate increase. So muscle mass is like the, well, building muscle mass is like one of the key pieces to making this whole thing work. So 
back to my main point, this first item, training and working out and exercising, what you're doing is probably not sufficient if you're eating all these whole foods and clean foods and you're not getting the results you want. It's because your training and your working out is probably not sufficient or it may be non-existent altogether. Okay, but the good news is that can all change. You can start doing this immediately today. You can start doing this. You can start going to the gym today. You can start using heavy resistance bands at home. You can start doing calisthenic workouts. You can start doing all these things, TRX, stuff like that, and or buying kettlebells and, and just using those, right? You can do all this stuff. You don't have to go and get access to all these crazy facilities. You can do all this stuff at home. But the point is, if you're not doing this, if you're not challenging your body and you're not making it have a need to grow and a need to strengthen itself and a need to develop, it's not going to do any of those things. It's not going to get stronger. It's not going to develop. It's not going to build any muscle. And if you don't do those things, you are going to have the hardest time trying to lose that body fat, trying to burn that body fat. Because here is a myth that I need you to understand. It is a myth that the best way to burn body fat is by doing cardio. If you believe that, you need to shift that belief because that belief is not true. You are believing in something that is not true, which again, cardio is not the, cardio is great. Cardio has so many benefits to it. And I'm talking about running, running, walking, um, hiking, climbing, um, any of that stuff, biking, cycling, whatever. All those things are great. Elliptical, they are not the fastest path to losing body fat. That's my point. They're not the most efficient, they're not the most effective, and they're certainly not the fastest. So please understand that I hold, I hold a lot of value in cardio. I think everyone should do some form of cardio regularly for so many reasons, both in fat loss and in arterial health. But that is not, again, the most efficient, the most effective, or the fastest way to burn body fat. So if all you're doing is trying to eat clean or eat whole foods or eat quote unquote healthy and run or walk or cycle, you are not going to get the results that you want, right? It's almost impossible. So that being said, number two, right? Uh, actually, before I go into that, there's just a couple of things I want you to understand about training. If you are, let's just say you're not that guy that's just doing cardio. Maybe you are going to the gym. Maybe you are lifting weights. Maybe you are doing some stuff. Maybe you're just kind of messing around. You don't really have a plan or a program per se, but you're kind of just lifting some stuff and, and doing some exercises here and there. Think about a few things here. The first is called progressive overload. If you can get yourself into a place in your routine where you are using progressive overload to try and really stimulate your muscles, that is going to be one of the more advanced but also most effective ways to build the most muscle mass in the shortest amount of time, which is going to get you to that state that I described earlier of having more muscle mass, which are, demands more, more calories and more resources from your body to fuel those muscles, which in turn will supersede and kind of rule, overrule the fat that's in your body, the body fat. So progressive overload is your friend. Embrace progressive overload. Now I did do a whole episode on that. So feel free to go over to the website, sobampodcast.com and search for progressive overload. You can find that there. Um, the other things that I just want to point out regarding your training, if you're, if you feel like maybe your training is your weak point, try something new, whatever you've been doing for a long time. If you've been doing the same routine for a long time, 
listen, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. So try something new, change something up, right? Chances are you, if you've been doing the same thing for a long time, it's not working right now. Maybe it is just a progressive overload change, but that's still a change. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's something dramatic. Maybe you're avoiding something that you shouldn't be, or maybe you're oversaturating a muscle group when you should really be giving attention to some other stuff. There's so many different ways and I don't know your situation, but you know your situation and just take a look at what you've been doing and think about ways you can change that. Okay. And then the third thing here about this regarding your training that you could change is to push yourself, right? Whatever you're doing, you know, your limits, think about your limits. Now, are you actually pushing yourself? I have this joke with my son when we, when he plays hockey, um, he plays hockey for pretty much, it's not quite all year, but it's basically all year. And this actually is true in all his sports, but when he goes on the ice and he's playing hockey, some games he gives it 110%. And I can tell, I can tell, like no matter what, he's not accepting defeat in any way. He's going to go, he's going to get the puck, the puck's his, and he's going to take it and he's going to make plays. He's going to pass, he's going to shoot, he's going to try and score, whatever. But there are definitely games where he doesn't show up 110%. And the joke is half donkey or full donkey instead of half ass and full ass or, you know, half ass and whatever. So, what I say, what I say to him is like, you know, after a game, sometimes I'll ask him like, Hey, did you, uh, did you feel like you went, did you feel like you really went full donkey this one? Or do you think he went half donkey, you know, cause he's seven and, um, you know, he'll be honest with me, but I started thinking about that and I don't think enough people ask that of themselves. So, you know, I realized that I asked my son this every once in a while, like a day or two after a game, I'll be like, Hey, you know, I was thinking about your game this weekend and I just wonder, do you, do you feel like do you, can you honestly look at me and tell me that you gave it everything and that you went, you went full donkey or did you go half donkey on me? And, and it's really a great reflection because as he says, it, I can tell like some light bulbs go off and he starts thinking about it and not enough people, again, not enough people do that with themselves. We kind of go through the motions a little bit. And by the way, this happens to everybody. We go through the motions, we get kind of caught up. We, in a way we kind of all get complacent from time to time. And a lot of that's ego right? We're always battling our own egos. But when you can actually reflect and say, you know what? I went, I showed up, I gave it a lot, but I didn't give it everything. I didn't leave everything on the field. I did not show up and do an A plus. And that's okay, by the way, that happens. But if the more you look back and reflect, the more you'll see, you know what? I didn't show up here, 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 and here. So let me start this week off and I'm going to show up a hundred percent here, 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 and here where I didn't previously. And if you do that, guys, you'll see so much benefit, like so many benefits in your progress. You'll see so many developmental steps. It's unreal how much that changes. If you just do a little reflection and start changing the way you look at it from just, I'm going to go and I'm going to exercise to I'm going to go and I'm going to really push myself. I'm going to train. I'm going to train myself. I'm training myself to get to that goal because training Right, the way people train for a reason, they train to get an objective. They train for one specific thing. Football players train so they can win the game, or they can execute a certain play, or they can beat a certain opponent. Right, um, CrossFit athletes they train for the CrossFit Games or something. Like they'll train for a very specific event in a very specific way. 
Well, if you change your exercising and you're thinking of it more like training, like I am training to lose 35 pounds. I am training to lose 28 pounds. I am training to fit into size 32 jeans. I am training to fit into a size four dress. I don't know, whatever it is, right? And the more you think about that, the more you look at it that way, the more you will show up more and more and be that full donkey performer I was talking about. <laughs> so, you know, jokes aside, that's really, it really is that simple. Do more reflection, right? Think more about what you've done and reflect more on it. So let's transition over to the eating side, okay? And the second thing was eating clean doesn't mean eating correctly. So what do I mean by that? Eating clean and eating whole foods and eating nothing but stuff from farmer's markets and all that, that is, that's an amazing way to live. That's great. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. I would encourage it. I, I think if more people ate like that, they would actually live healthier, better, fuller lives. I really do believe that. But here's the problem. Just because you're eating those things doesn't mean you're eating them correctly. There are still balances and ratios and numbers that make that all work the right way. So if you're trying to reach a certain goal, and you, and again, I'm going to keep going back to the same one. You're trying to lose 40 pounds or 30 pounds or something like that of body fat, right? If you're trying to lose that kind of weight and you're eating whole foods, but you're still eating like you're eating like a, you're eating like a sweet potato, or a potato, and you're eating a bunch of steak, and you're eating a bunch of bread, even though it's artisan bread, and it's like four ingredient bread, and you're eating a bunch of rice, which is one ingredient, and you're eating a bunch of corn, and you're eating, just, just, you know, just because you're eating these things, beans, doesn't mean you're eating them correctly, okay? What most people experience when they switch to like whole food-based diets is even though their intentions are to be healthier, they're eating three bananas a day and orange, grapes, strawberries, whatever, the problem is they usually end up in the situation where they're eating a very weird and imbalanced ratio of macronutrients. So where they're usually lacking on protein significantly, they're usually way, way, way over on carbs, and their fat is usually low to, to moderate, and, and that's fine. But the imbalance there, the thing is, it also uses, uh, typically changes day to day. So like, they're not always eating consistently. And that doesn't mean eating the same thing every day necessarily. But that means they're eating like, I don't know, 40 grams of protein one day, 120 the next day, 30 the next day, 90 the next day. And their carbs are, you know, anywhere from 100 grams to 500 grams, like they're just all over the place. And that is doing that and eating that way and trying to eat intuitively, but being so wildly inconsistent is one of the fastest ways to make no progress. That is one of the fastest ways to hold on to that body fat that you're trying to lose and not get anywhere. So one of the things I would encourage people to do, if you want to eat whole foods and clean foods, that's great. I definitely encourage that, but stick to a general macro profile, whatever that is for you, find your macro profile, stick to that macro profile. And if that's something that you need help with, you know, that's one thing, right? You can always reach out to, to me here and, um, and we can talk about that, but you know, or, or working with someone else, it doesn't matter as long as that person's intelligent can help you put that together. But 
whatever your macro profile is, stick to that macro profile. And if you are not ready to make the leap to consistent day-to-day-to-day meals, great, that's fine. But if you at least understand your macros and at least understand what foods make up those macros and where your calories are coming from, then you have a much higher chance of actually working in and living within those means. And if you're doing that, guess what? You're going to make progress. You're going to burn that body fat. You're going to build some muscle. You're going to overrule some of that body fat and lose the weight and actually get to that body that you want, whether that's that Joe Schmo we talked about or that's something more than that. Maybe it is that athletic body you want. Maybe it is that that chiseled up physique that you're going after. It doesn't matter. So again, eating clean, eating whole foods, eating pure foods does not necessarily mean you're eating correctly. Okay. And on the same token, eating for health and eating for goals are also not always the same. So if you're eating whole foods and you're eating a lot of, um, quote unquote, superfoods and stuff like that, chances are you're very health conscious and that's great. You're very focused on putting good quality things into your body that come from the earth and all that. And that's amazing. Uh, that's another thing that I think if more people did, they would live better, fuller, healthier lives just in general. But those eating, eating that way for health, while it's great in a lot of spaces and a lot of areas of, of your general, like overall makeup, if you're 30 or 40 or 50 pounds overweight, do you really think, do you truly honestly think that eating more of that stuff is actually going to have an impact on the big picture? Just think about that for a minute. If you're 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight or more, but you're eating sweet potatoes and lean chicken and like farm raised and eggs and pure foods, whole foods, maybe whole 30, I don't know. Do you, do you think that really matters? Do you really think that that matters? Some people will say, yes, it absolutely does because my heart's in better shape and I'm putting less things into my body, whatever. And then other people say, well, no, I guess you're right. It actually doesn't matter because I'm 30, 40, 50, 60, 100 pounds overweight. And my likelihood of experiencing chronic disease is on the rise. And yeah, okay, I get your point. So uh, the reason I bring that up is because that is my point. Okay, which is the same reason I don't talk about micronutrients a lot for people who are obese and people who are trying to transform for real or are interested in it is because that stuff, you can get so wrapped up in those things that you actually don't go anywhere. If you get so wrapped up in putting the right superfood in your body, but you're 60 pounds overweight, it doesn't matter. So when I say eating for health and eating for goals are not the same, it's because it's true. If your goal is to uh, lose 60 pounds of body fat or 40 pounds of body fat, then that should be the goal. That should be what you eat for. That should be what, and once you achieve that, then you can shift gears. And once that's on autopilot, you can keep that where it is and focus on the health, focus on the micronutrients, focusing on building up your, your vitamins more, all that stuff. Yes, you can kind of, there is crossover. You can kind of do both at the same time a little bit, but it takes a very specific meal plan that's dynamic and changes over time and really should be put together by a coach or someone who knows what they're doing. But if you are trying to go it alone, eating for health and eating for weight loss and eating for muscle building, those are not always the same. 
And my recommendation is this, whatever your goal is, eat for your goal, right? Focus your nutrition around your goal, not this big high in the sky, like thing that you think you want. Focus on the actual goal that you want and eat for that, whatever that is. Then once you achieve that, then shift gears and focus on the next goal, which might be health at that point. It might be overall general health, in which case, yeah, start worrying more about the micros and stuff like that. Um, so anyway, again, eating clean, aka whole foods, whatever, just by itself is not a tactic to getting the body of your dreams. That is not a tactic alone for creating the level of health and fitness that you want. It's not. It's a piece of it but it's not the whole thing. So if you are eating and you're in, in, and you're eating all these clean foods and whole foods and whatnot, and you're not actually getting the results that you want, you're not actually losing the body fat that you want. Chances are it's probably your training or workouts, right? You're working out. Um, it's either non-existent or it's not sufficient. Uh, it's either those things or that you're eating and you're not really eating correctly. You're eating clean. So you're, you're kind of there but you're not eating correctly. So what I find with most people, guys, is that most people are like two or three or four minor tweaks away from really living out the lifestyle that they want in terms of health and fitness and creating the body that they want and creating the level of health that they want. Again, there's like two or three or four minor tweaks away. And if you are one of those people and you are looking to make those tweaks and you don't know exactly what they are, send me a message. All of the contact info is in the show notes for this episode and every episode. And I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to help you break through and find out what exactly that is, what exactly is going on, what exactly you're trying to get to and how we can put together something to help you get there. So anyways, with that guys, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you got value out of this, please go to iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. I would appreciate it more than you know. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Don't forget, as always, train with purpose. And again, I'll talk to you in the next one. Take care. Bye-bye.